You ready? Uh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. Bitcoin is at all-time high. Um, I actually just realized, uh, looking at my portfolio, you won't believe this, but uh, until a few moments ago, my dad actually owned more Bitcoin than I did. <laughs> And that wow. was, I could not have that. Wow. That's how little Bitcoin I had. Um, so I rectified it. Uh, we are at all time high. Uh, we've been teasing around this for a while. Uh, and it's broken. And I don't know. It could go up. But I may have just purchased the top, uh, which is a very <laughs> strong possibility. I mean, let's, let's even if you purchased this top, uh, it's not the top. I no, mean, no, no, not, not the absolute top. I think everybody knows at this point it's uh, it's inevitable that uh, I think 100k is inevitable. I think 200k is inevitable. Inevitable, like uh, 200k at some point. You're saying yes, yeah, of course. Like not not, not tomorrow. tomorrow, right? Okay. Not not <laughs> uh, not a month from now. But I think you know. I think the long-term outlook for Bitcoin is that right. Like mm-hmm. you know, I don't think we're I think in the past, the, you know, before we hit the all-time high of 20K again, Mm -hmm. it was, okay, is Bitcoin ever going to really be what we all thought it was? Like, as far as adoption, as far as all of that, right? And uh, since then, or in that bear market time, we've kind of... uh, you know, we went all the way back down to three k essentially, yep. and so there was a lot of fear that that was never going to happen again, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I think things that have gone on in the world and just adoption of of crypto as a, a whole ecosystem. Once you broke that twenty k, once you broke thirty k, once you broke forty k, and <laughs> and like this it's at 62.9 right now so almost 63k and like i don't even feel like there's that much crazy hype about it there isn't there was more insane media hype and everything at the run-up to the first 20k in 2017 yeah like do you feel that way because like i I mean now I'm in, we, we live in the crypto bubble. So like we like, but I don't see it all over. I don't see it outside of this really. Like I had a couple friends text me today about crypto because they own Ripple and somebody owns a ton of big, a, a decent amount of Bitcoin that they were asking me if they should sell. But like, other than that, I don't feel like it's the same craze as we had in 2017 even no i agree i don't think honestly man i think like 
we probably won't see that until a hundred thousand dollars. That's what I, I mean. So like inevitable feels like, right? Like yeah. it, it feels like it's inevitable, right? I, I think once we cross a hundred K, like that's a nice juicy number the media would love to, you know what I mean, talk about and you know, is it a bubble? Is it gonna pop? And then we skyrocket to uh, I don't know, hundred and fifty K. Who knows? Maybe two hundred K, you know what I mean? Like it could fly. And then and then top. You know what I mean? And then cycle top and then bear market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but you're right, though. Like, we just hit another all-time high and it's just like, hmm, ho-hum. Might as well just be, you know, 30K. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, no I, mean, I don't know. That's how it feels. It's, it's crazy. And yeah. then, you know, you got, I mean, just listen to this top 10. Right, we've got $63,000 Bitcoin up 7.3% in the last seven days. Mm -hmm. Falling almost directly behind that is Ethereum, $22,50 essentially, up 7.2%. This one is just absolutely insane. And uh, dude, we sold this at $41, I think, or no, $111, maybe. Right. I don't even know. No, I thought it was like 41. <laughs> and, and then it went to 112. And then we were talking about it then. Binance coin, BNB, yeah. $575.67, eh? up 56% this week. That's crazy. I kept seeing, I'm going to be honest with you, I kept seeing Binance memes on Twitter. And I just assumed it was going down. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I, I didn't realize is, it was going up. <laughs> uh, very much so going up. Uh, then back in the top four, and this one surprised me, and I don't understand what's going on here. Ripple at a dollar seventy-three. What hmm. up ninety percent this week? There you week. go. Ninety yeah, percent. But why? Like, have I? I haven't seen any crazy Ripple news. Like. It's up 25% in the last 24 hours, 90%. I, I was wondering if it could be, and again, this is probably just me being a little out of the loop with what's going on with maybe Ripple because I don't pay too much attention to it. Uh, could it have something to do with the Coinbase IPO? It could. But like is, are Coinbase coins, are Coinbase yeah, coins Yeah, is mooning? Ripple on Coinbase? Is it? I thought. I feel I like that was. was. I, I feel that was the meme. Like Ripple's never on Coinbase. Oh, I assumed it was. I don't even know. I just assumed when they. One of us is wrong, and I don't know who it is. <laughs> Let's. Find, no, it's on Coinbase. Come it on. is. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Okay. Is it? Yeah, Are you confirming it is. that? Okay. I'm, I'm on Coinbase right, right now. Looking at it. <laughs> I think that was uh, the 2017 thing. Was oh, it's going to be twenty dollars when it hits Coinbase. I for, I for Coinbase sure thought I didn't. for sure thought Ripple was not on Coinbase. You like made me question everything <laughs> I ever knew. I was like, holy crap! Am I? I'm a LARP. I'm a LARP. I'm a LARP. I'm a LARP. That's exactly what was going through my we head. Should, we should know by now that I'm the LARP. It oh is, my uh... goodness! <laughs> All right, Tether at number five. Uh, Cardano at a dollar forty-two, up sixteen percent this week. Polkadot, the only one in the top ten that's down forty-one dollars fifty-four cents, down nine percent this week. Uniswap, thirty-five dollars and fifty-eight cents, up fifteen percent. Uh, number nine, Litecoin at two hundred sixty-seven dollars. Holy cow, up twenty-one percent this week. Stellar at the top ten, up eighteen percent this week at. Uh, 
$1.63. So that rounds out your top 10. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's so uh, things are pumping, you know. We are in full bull market still. Um, I don't – so, like, now you just sold yeah. a, a lot of alts. And and tell so tell us what your strategy here is. Why? So, why? so you know, you got to play, you know, again, I'm no expert. <laughs> I think we all know that by now. Uh, but, you know, you're in this long enough, you pick up some things. Um, when I see Bitcoin break all time high, there's probably a move up coming on Bitcoin. So I'm and, and it's going to affect alts negatively. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. If Bitcoin if Bitcoin goes up alts are going to suffer. I'm not saying that's for sure going to happen, but I'm saying if if that one thing does happen, the other thing will absolutely happen. Um, so my gut is telling me Bitcoin is going to go, is it going to go to 70K uh, in the next seven days? I don't know, 75K? It could. I, I, it wouldn't be shock, I wouldn't be shocking to me if that was the case. So what I did is I probably took some of my more... Um, volatile bags if you will like smaller market cap stuff that i had a, a way too much of to be perfectly honest um and i and i took one bag i took maybe a third off of the top maybe a third of it and then the other one i took maybe a quarter uh and then i used those funds to just basically market by bitcoin um so i have a you know a decent a decent amount of bitcoin right now that's very interesting so i look i think uh I don't think that's a bad strategy. I think that you maybe, maybe are learning. Maybe. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, and look, I, I think also there needs to be a, a point made here that you're talking about in respect to Bitcoin price, correct? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Because look, in USD, the number is going to go up. Well, right? that, like, you, you, I say that too. Uh, the what I was trade those alts that I traded were versus USD, so oh, interesting. I, okay. I think Bitcoin's move will be greater. I still think they'll suffer in USD a little bit, or maybe they'll stay at par, but the amount of Bitcoin will go up. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. So I get you. this is a this is I would say this is more of a, a short term trade just to catch. Like I said, I think maybe seventy. 70 to 75k in the near term is probably not out of reach wow. if bitcoin is that yeah what i mean you think this is, ha- is that that's, what, you think that's what i'm thinking here? right like you know if bitcoin goes 70 to 75k in the next seven days is not out of the realm of possibility you know what i mean and then a, and then a cool down kind of like what's like if you look if you look at the chart you know you see the work up to 40 consolidate works up to 50 consolidate Works up to sixty, consolidates. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so, it's if it goes seventy to seventy-five, I don't think is. I, I think that's the, a, a realistic target. And then we'll uh, we'll sell out of that maybe, or maybe we keep that position and then let alts go. Let the rest of the alts go. Uh, but I, I think that's the move for me at least uh, for the time being. Very, very interesting. And no, and and really, nobody's talking about alts either. Like, I mean, we had, you know, we we did lots of uh, of alt buying a few months back with like Rook and Badger, and you know, some of us made money, some of us lost money, but nobody's talking about any sort of new alts currently. 
you know, we talked about SAM coins. I think those are still very viable. And then just just the news with BNB makes me even more bullish for like FTT and FTX. You know, SAM coins are what you sold though, correct? SAM coins is what. I, honestly, I'm only on FTX now. I'm a all all of my cryptocurrency uh, like alts uh, are all FTX tokens. I have zero. Wow. I have zero ERC twenty tokens. I have Ethereum, but I don't. I don't have any ERC twenty alts. Interesting. I only, I only have Sam alts. Sam alts. And I think honestly, I think that's the play. Call me crazy, but you tell me that Binance coins at freaking seven million dollars. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I think that's. I think FTX is a better platform. Uh, it's less. You know, it just. I don't know. BNB just seems cringy sometimes. Um, it just. It just seems like everything's better on FTX and less. You know, slimy. Uh, and I just think it's. I think that's going to be a better long-term outcome for FTX versus Binance. I might be wrong. Well. Even if it's not a better outcome, uh, I think your potential gain to oh, yeah. get to where. Yeah, uh, would I rather have FTT at whatever the price is? I can't even know what the price is now. Or holding or, Binance or, or, right or buy, now, Yeah, right? or market buy BNB at $550 or whatever it is. Yeah. It's no. kind of insane, really. That's absolutely. Like, BNB was like $13. $88 billion market cap. For <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy to me. That's, That's pretty just, wild. Yeah. It was. I'm telling you, it was eight. It was less than twenty dollars within the year. Am I wrong? I would. I think you're right. I think you're right. Like it. Was, it's crazy what the I can't. I can't really remember, but I think you're right. So let's put this in perspective for you. Uh, FTX token is the 35th rank uh, coin right now mm-hmm. at fifty three dollars and right. twelve cents. Um, by the way, I was saying that we should have put our wrecked fund in this at like $12, by the way. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it has a $4 billion, $4.6 billion market cap. That's crazy. So that's like 20x away from where BNB is. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> so, and I again, I think there's, you can do. I might be wrong. Smarter people might might correct me, but I think you can do more things on FTX than you can on Binance. Um, it's not part of our news today, but Binance came out with like stock options uh, on their platform. I think they started with Tesla, uh, but you could have done that on FTX for quite some time now. Um, so FTX is really merging your legacy markets and your cryptocurrency markets. I, I don't know. I just think it's it seems like a no brainer to me. I yeah. might be wrong. Interesting. Um, Shall we shall we get into our news today? We may as well. Okay, because I think this is an interesting point that we were talking about before the show. So let's get to the news. All right, so we got on the show and we're like, holy crap, what crypto is doing what? Like, I feel like everybody has... Uh, been talking lately about nft this nft that and paying less attention to the crypto market i and i think maybe part of this uh and let me know what you think is that more regular people are starting to get 
into crypto via the NFT space rather than Bitcoin or Ethereum. You know what I mean? It's not even close. That that statement is so accurate. It couldn't be any more accurate. Um, it's is that what's happening? It's because like Top Shot, obviously Top Shot is one thing, right? And yep. that's got you know five hundred thousand users or whatever the heck they've signed up. Mm-hmm. So like that's and then I feel like those people are now finding other NFTs or other NFT projects, whether it's things like Zed or even just other gaming type things or now you know we saw tops is coming out with uh you know cards on nft so like i feel like that's how more normal people everyday people are getting in rather than uh, the bitcoin to to ethereum to right people aren't you know uh, what i mean like it yeah, was in 2017. 2017, but, people were downloading the Coinbase app on their phone, and that's how they were getting in. You know what I mean? I mean, that's still happening. Coinbase is going public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah that, like, that's that's no doubt. But I think I think you're right. I think the vast majority of new people into – and they don't even, and the funny thing is they don't even know they're in crypto. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are definitely coming in through NFTs. Uh, in When I was looking for news articles, like literally everything was NFT this, NFT that, NFT this, NFT that. Um, so NFTs it, are definitely in a, a little a bubble here. Of that's course. 100% it. Um, and, and not just, you know, Top Shot and Zed and, and those other ones. But like what I'm seeing is just just you know celebrities putting out their own nft like i was looking Mm at uh damien did you see that damien lillard tweet damien Uh, lillard is doing a project with uh blake jameson yeah right right uh so just and i mean they were fine i mean i don't think i i I didn't look into the project that much but visually i wasn't all that impressed maybe there's some you know maybe there's some uh i actually haven't looked at it yet but i'm a big uh i'm a big Blake Jameson fan personally so like yeah. I have I have some of his physical art I have a bunch of his project 2020 cards all that kind of stuff so um I I dig Blake so um but I, I don't know I haven't actually looked into it too much but I mean they were fine I mean you got that you got uh you know obviously a couple of weeks back we had uh um what's her face <laughs> there was a pe- there was a bunch of people selling their own NFTs for you know Ethereum. Uh, we saw a bunch of that, and we're still seeing it today. Uh, just celebrities trying to cash in on yeah. This and I think NFT. the 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 progression in 2017 was Bitcoin, Ethereum, shit coins, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm not sure that's the same progression you're getting this time. I think it's NFTs, Ethereum. Bitcoin almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, or, and I mean, we, we were talking with um, with Darren Rovell on our other show and just asking him, I'm like, what was it like? What a, like, what a flex. What a flex you just did. There. <laughs> like, That's what I do. What an absolute flex. That's what I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, we asked him, what was it like to, you know, have to get a MetaMask and, and have to you know, log in and, and sign contracts and all that stuff. And how, how was it for someone that did, had absolutely no cryptocurrency background? And, you know, he was, it seemed like he was m- more than fine with it. Um, I, I don't know how easy it's going to be for everybody, but, you know, it seems like the barrier it's not, entries. It's not easy. 
it's not but i wouldn't say it's overly difficult either you know what i mean if if you put a little research into it it really depends on what your your technical level i mean are we are we asking our mother-in-laws to let's put it this way when you and i can still fucking lose (laughs) tokens uh, like thousands of dollars worth of tokens yeah, like yeah. it's not easy like it's definitely not, not easy it's like, definitely not easy so i'm a little upset at all this fucking soul uh solana <laughs> hype because i lost thousands of dollars of ray because the stupid soleil wallet is impossible to use i think they've updated it oh great uh- <laughs> cool i'm just hopping on now i'm gonna take a peek at mine Jeez. I haven't really played with mine at all. Anyway, um, let, I, I got this news story here. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm, I'm over it. Hit uh, it. Uh, that's it. You got me. Um, but everybody's talking NFTs, so here's the news story. The New York Stock Exchange releases a collection of NFTs commemorating notable IPOs. Uh, so the... The New York Stock Exchange has minted its first collection of non-fungible tokens. The six NFTs referred to as first trades commemorate noteworthy listings in the past with each token representing the exact moment a company became public. Interesting. That's actually kind of interesting. Uh, traditionally, when a company carries out an initial public offering, its CEO will strike the NF, uh, the NYSE first trade bill marking the moment the company becomes public. Um, And so this is saying each message is recorded in our trading platform's digital ledger. Only one of these messages marks the NYSE's first trade. So it's actually marking the first trade of a public company. The NFT collection celebrates the first trades of spotify interesting Mm -hmm. snowflake unity doordash roblox and coop gang which i don't know what that is Uh, the largest us three of those i didn't know the largest us ipo in 20 i don't even know what that is wow okay (laughs) um he said they might release more nfts in the future so they're starting with these six and does it say where you can buy these NFTs? Is it just- uh, there's a, another link to another article here about the first trade. Uh, it looks like, oh, these actually look kind of cool. <laughs> uh, you can access them on crypto.com, it sounds like. Okay. Something. Very interesting. I mean, so even, but but this is our point, right? Everybody's talking about NFTs. It's not the New York Stock Exchange is acknowledging Bitcoin. It's... Uh, New York Stock Exchange is minting NFTs. Like right. wild, right? So that's why that's how that's how within the blink of an eye we can come on this show after not doing a, a show in a week and say, Oh, Bitcoin's at sixty three K or oh Binance is at six hundred dollars. You know right. what I mean? Uh so anyway, all right. What do you got for us here? I have I mean let's let's we should really talk about just Bitcoin. I know we talked about it early, but just to really highlight where we're at, uh, this is from my lady, uh, Yogita. Uh, Bitcoin's price has crossed $62,000 mark for the first time. The largest cryptocurrency is currently trading at around $62,400. Uh, we got up as high as 63000 during our recording. Um, the price of Bitcoin crossed 60000 line for the first time last month. Um, and it crossed $50,000 uh, in February. So... 
they, they show a little graph here of, of the price action. Uh, we, I wouldn't even say we're parabolic yet. I think we're pre-parabolic uh, for this, you know, for this cycle. Um, the price of Ethereum, however, uh, Ethereum's native cryptocurrency, uh, has also reached an all-time high. Ethereum currently is trading for 2200 on Coinbase. Um, ETH's price topped at $2,000 uh, just over a month ago. Now, the price of ETH is something we can discuss. Where do you think that could possibly go uh, in the in the kind of the short to midterm? Because uh, I kind of have a number in my head. Uh, but what, what? Where Ethereum is going to go? Yeah. I mean... F- it's at 2200 right now. A, a lot of people, a lot of people say it currently, you know, severely undervalued versus Bitcoin. Uh, I think five. I think I think that's a good number. I think four to five thousand um, dollars in the, sh- you know, like I said, in the short to midterm is very reasonable. I think what we said uh, uh, that was a couple of our guesses on our New Year's show, right? Uh, yeah. Around five, and some of those guesses, I believe, were up into the eights. I, if I remember correctly, right? I have to do the math to to kind of give to kind of do a a comparable market cap to Bitcoin. Well, let's uh, see. So if it doubles right now, right, that would put it around five k. Uh, its current market cap is two hundred and sixty billion. So that would be, uh, you know, I'd like I'm, to find out what the you know would be a good number to find is the average. That would be five twenty five hundred twenty ish billion dollars would be a five thousand dollars and Bitcoin is at one point two trillion. I yeah I'd like to see what the average say over the last three years, if you take the, the uh, price of Ethereum, what the average versus like what percentage of the average uh, versus Bitcoin. Like for example, if Bitcoin is ten thousand dollars and Ethereum is is a thousand dollars then it's ten percent of the price but if we had like a if we had a a three to five year kind of rollout of of that average compared to where it is now because right now we're at 2200 and bitcoin is at what do we say 63 we'll call it right 2200 yes, 20 or 62908 yes yeah, so so we're at like three point four percent. Like I think that's low. I think that number should be like even if it was like six percent. Um, I think it could go to ten percent of the value. You know what I mean of the value of Bitcoin. But even at six percent, that's double the price what it is now. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. So buckle up. For buckle up on your Ethereum pack. Your yeah, you better price. have some. I think people should be like stocking up on Bitcoin and Ethereum right now. I think those are the two. Um, but I, I, and I think that goes to our point, right? It's like it's a little different than last time, right? This was last time. It was people found some Bitcoin, people found Ethereum, then they went straight into shit coins, right? Like, and I mean, I that, think may a, that may yeah, happen. That may happen down I, the I road. I just think it's going to be so much harder to outperform these two things if you're not really 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 involved in crypto and the ecosystem like hours a day right like you see the people we follow and the people in the community are those people that are really ingrained but like new people it's not going to be it's not going to be easy to outperform. It'll be better for them to pack their bags in Ethereum than it will be to buy 
FEI protocol at 77 cents <laughs> and hope that they uh, outperform Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. This Like, there's 6,680 different coins. Yeah, I mean, and- lots of those are... There, there are that many, um, but I wouldn't say there's six thousand relevant ones. There's okay, probably, but but that's my point. How do you yeah. pick what's relevant if you're new? Like I would, I would argue that we're just earlier. Like we're, we're trying to compare it to 2017. I think people do get in, like you're saying, in through Ethereum and Bitcoin, and once those things go parabolic. Uh, so it goes back to my point that these, yeah, then uh, we go, these then prices we go that we were talking about earlier are inevitable. <laughs> right. And and I think once that happens, once those once those prices are hit, whether it's five thousand dollar, eight thousand dollar Ethereum or hundred and fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin, I think what will happen is what happened in twenty seventeen. You get a, a huge influx of new participants into the market. So you do have tons of people buying Ethereum at you know three thousand four thousand dollars you have a bunch of people buying bitcoin at a hundred thousand dollars it goes up they learn about all coins those two net you know those two both ethereum and bitcoin hit their tops and then all those all those funds start to filter down into into uh shit coins i think that's what happens like big time you know what i mean like you might see you might get hits on alts here and there but we won't see those all those you know three hundred percent, four five hundred percent jumps in like a week until Bitcoin and Ethereum I think reach their current cycle all time high. Uh, Maybe yeah no I agree so <laughs> but but that's the that's the crazy part is that sixty three thousand may not even be the. Uh, may not even be the start like the real big right yeah spike of that right like, right exactly no i think i think 150k like we were talking about before i i don't think we'll see major 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 alt moves until this resolves itself un- until bitcoin and ethereum resolve themselves yeah no I, i'm i'm with you i so it's crazy Unless, again, NFT is in, a, in, in its own bubble right now. Where we are in that bubble, I don't know. Uh, gotta, I got to imagine we're in the seventh inning. <laughs> and then what happens after that is, is the quality projects continue. Right. Uh, oh, there's always going to be. And that's kind of what happened in with crypto in 2017 right. from a... a token standpoint, right? Like, right. You know, the, you'll separate the wheat from the chaff. I don't but know. Why would you want to be chaff? I don't know. Wheat? Why would you want to be wheat? I don't know. I <laughs> thought it was. <laughs> I thought I always thought it was separate the weed from the Chad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which we know that you will never happen. Do. That'll never happen. <laughs> uh, do you actually have another news story for us? Should we even bother at this point? <laughs> no, it's basically one of those boring government Bitcoin ones. Basically, you know, the government of the United States is saying keep an eye on the Bitcoin price. I mean, that's essentially it in a nutshell. What are they going to do? I don't know. Scare us? By the way, uh, did, you know, we're coming on. We got a little extension on our taxes here in the U.S. It's now did due you? on the 15, uh, 15th of May rather than, okay. rather than this week. If you haven't done your taxes yet, I will, uh, you know, we always say 
there's always that wink, wink, nod, nod, don't pay your taxes type of thing that goes on in crypto. Uh, pay your taxes. <laughs> I, I got this week a letter from the IRS that I'm looking for, looking at right now mm-hmm. uh, that I owe. How much do I owe here? Let's they, t- they just tell you what you owe? Yeah. You don't have to... Like you don't have to do your taxes? No. Well, this is this is from 2019 for oh. stuff that I did not claim. Is my oh, I see. So I owe sixteen hundred and ten dollars to the government Ew. for yeah for seventy three hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin that I did not claim on my taxes. That was. Uh, reported by Cash Coinbase? App. Cash App. Yes. Goddamn Cash App. So, uh, report your your Cash App and Coinbase. So that's a, actually that's a good. I always thought, and I mean, maybe this was just wishful thinking on my behalf. Uh, if that number wasn't over ten thousand dollars, that we you wouldn't be bothered with it. Um, so that was under the ten thousand dollar threshold, and you still were bothered with it. Yes. Yes. That's not that's not fun. Uncle Sam wants his coins. Bro, speaking <laughs> of Uncle Sam. The wrong, the wrong Sam coin. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam wants his coins. Yeah, um, that's it. I've been watching um, <laughs> in, in, in relation to the government of the United States and the government of Canada and basically European colonialism. Um, on HBO, there is a documentary called Exterminate All the Brutes. Oh, you were telling me about this. Buddy, it is it's a tough watch. It's a good watch, but man, it it's 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 tough. It basically goes over um just how colonial colonialism worked um and basically ex- basically genocides and stuff like that throughout the um you know, throughout the, 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 the growth of, of the world, really starting in the kind of the 1500s and, and working its way up to, you know, current day. Um, great documentarian put it together. But it, I'm in episode four of it. And like, I got to watch it by my, like, I can't even, it's it's something, you can't even, it's not entertaining. It's just, you're basically like, ugh, you're ingesting truth as you're, you know what I mean? Gross. Um, <laughs> it's It's tough. It's tough to consume, but... Um, it's it's eye opening, um, and it it really kind of gives you more insight onto just what you know the the climate of today it comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Um, you should you should watch it. But it's you know it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch. Interesting. Well, uh, so, so damn well, you, governments of North America is basically what I'm saying. That doesn't sound like uh, it doesn't sound like I want to watch that at all. You don't want to watch it. Like what I'm saying is you don't want to watch it, but you you should watch it. <laughs> Interesting. Fair enough. <laughs> We're at sixty three thousand one hundred and fourteen dollars, by the way, for Bitcoin. Wow, it's just yeah. pumping because you're speaking about it from the, from your mouth to Bitcoin the to Satoshi to the CEO of Bitcoin's ears. That's right. Wow. Um, I, I guess that's gonna do it for our news. I mean, we are we're just way back to our roots this episode. How about that? I love it. I was you know? feeling. I, I was feeling. 
I don't know. I, I was missing something in my life, uh, and I needed this today. So that's good that we. I'm uh, just glad I don't have to look at you this time. I asked you if you wanted to look at each other. Like, <laughs> no, I got, I got to do something else. Uh, I can't. Uh, maybe just voice only. <laughs> yeah, well, now you know why. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you want, you want to play a game? Sure. Let's let's play a game. What do we got? Right. Let's play. Would. You rather. <laughs> By the way, doing two shows is very is is a lot harder than I thought. It and would be. doing two shows that one of which we seem to do two episodes of a week lately. Uh, right. Very, well, yeah. it's crazy. It's so funny. We you you flexed the Darren Rovell uh, episode of our other show, which is called the Mint Condition. By the way, you should check it out. It. Uh, um, it is NFT-ish based, and we got Darren Ravel on last week, and somebody in our Telegram aptly pointed out that uh, that guest it was bigger than any <laughs> guest we've had on this show in three years. <laughs> so uh, what does that go to show you, though, about what we were just talking about right yeah. uh, like how people are getting in what is appealing to the masses like darren Rovell's not interested in talking about bitcoin he's not you know what i mean at like, all he said he literally said fuck a bitcoin you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like we almost had to give him some education on bitcoin but we we, we restrained ourselves he, he's also not the kind of guy that's gonna listen to our education <laughs> on bitcoin quite honestly um <laughs> However, I, I, my opinion did change drastically on Darren Rovell from before that interview to after. So, yeah, uh, I, I thought he was uh, big a fan su- now. Super interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let uh, so yeah let let's go into would you rather? Now we can do this the easy way, or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. All right. Um, I have uh, first question. This one's actually very relevant to my week. Would you rather visit the doctor or visit the dentist? Ooh, as somebody who is way overdue for some uh, dentist, uh, some dentistry, dental, dental appointment. Yeah. Um, I would rather visit the doctor. I hate going. I'm like one of those people. I guess I hate going to the dentist. Like, I never thought I particularly hated going to the dentist, but the fact that I don't go regularly is uh, means I guess I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long has it been since you've gone? Well, I went. Uh, I went a couple months ago because I actually finally was like, okay, I have to do something about. Uh, like, I had a, like a tooth pain or something i'm like I, right, I finally have to do something about this um but then i moved and i haven't gone back since i haven't found a new dentist yet so um but before that it was quite some time it was, we're talking years really yeah so mm-hmm. I, I i think i'm gonna be honest i think i had a 10-year dentistry gap um i i i don't know why i've never had a cavity before like i brushed my teeth like two three times a day I, I don't floss every day, but I'd say I floss, you know, three, four times a week. So, like, a good amount. Um, so, I've always taken care of myself uh, mouth-wise. Uh, <laughs> but I, I started going again a couple of years ago when my kids started going because I can't really make my kids go and then just sit at home. Um, so, I started going regularly. But I had a dentist appointment yesterday morning at 8 a.m. And, mm. man, uh, that is – it's no fun. Um, but I think I would prefer – I prefer the dentist over the doctor's. 
Interesting. There's just too many things that there's very few. Th- worst case scenario, you go to the dentist, you get a what? I'm saying worst case scenario, root canal. Like, I don't know. I've never had one, but I hear that's a very painful thing. Maybe you got to take your wisdom teeth out. That's worst case scenario. You go to the doctor, there's some really bad worst case scenarios that can happen at the doctors. I so. guess. But <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, my, <laughs> that's very true. I We're going to have to true. chop your penis off, sir. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Wait, I thought this was a physical. I thought this I... was the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so there, there's just more, uh, I don't know, there's just more outcomes that could happen at the doctor's office, in my opinion. All right, next question. Would you rather have your face on the $1 bill or the $100 bill? Neither. <laughs> Because fiat sucks. That's true. Uh, okay, all right. How about this? Would uh, you I'm, rather? I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna go a hundred dollar bill though. Yeah, it's like, all about the bunchus. Yeah. Oh, it's all about the bunchus, baby. Yes, I love that. Um, and I mean, it, exactly. It's a status thing, right? I agree. Uh, I'm writing hashtag all about the bunchus right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would agree with that. I think hundred dollar bill is the way to go. Uh, next one. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Ooh, as a uh, notorious loud talker. Oh, are you? Actually, no. People tell me, so like, I think I talk too loud. Like, okay. Like, sometimes when I listen back to the podcasts and stuff, I'm like, um, I feel like I'm loud. <laughs> um, but my family thinks I mumble and like i talk under my breath too much like i don't talk loud enough uh so i'm actually not really sure i guess i would rather only what was the question am i only allowed only to whisper or or shout i guess for the sake of my family telling me that i talk too low um i want to be able to shout see i come from a family of extremely loud people yeah, we're we're a loud family as well. Yeah. I, I was always m- mortified by it. Like I was very embarrassed. So being a big guy, I I didn't want to be extra big with a big voice. So I've always tried to like what what you know for the show is one thing, but when when I'm talking in real life, I'm a lot more subdued. Uh, I think a lot. I, I'm probably louder than most, but not as loud as my bloodline um and it's hit it's in the dna because my daughters is it so weird that you just said bloodline and all i could think of is fucking <laughs> horses it's true <laughs> it's a fact it's okay um it, it is what it is <laughs> but my kids have have received the uh loud dna like my my oldest daughter like i have to tell her all the time like like shut the fuck off! You're so loud. <laughs> um, so I, I was always embarrassed by it. my my family's still loud. Like I, I hate going into public with like my dad and my sisters. Like they're they just be quiet. Just be quiet. You you cause so much attention to yourselves. Um, but yeah, uh, so I I would much prefer to to whisper. Interesting. I prefer right. not to talk at all. I think maybe. I, I doubt that. <laughs> I uh, doubt that. L- let's do a couple more here. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, oh, <laughs> would you rather only be able to eat pasta with a spoon or only be able to eat cereal with a fork? Uh, it's pasta with a spoon. 
You right. can definitely still eat pasta with a spoon. Cereal with a fork is like one of the seven circles of hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a good point. I don't I mean, you mean, could... Are you allowed to ditch the fork altogether and just kind of like side hand sip vomit? the bowl? <laughs> We're not not even with your hand, just like you know, pick up the bowl and like eat it. From, I would Im- like I would imagine so. Well, then I'll just cheat and do that. <laughs> oh no, it says only be able to eat. Ce- no, so I would say no, you couldn't do that. It says only be. So able then to it's got to be pasta. It's got to be pasta with a, a spoon. And and honestly, I mean, if you're just eating macaron like elbow macaroni, easily done. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, spaghetti would get little, hard. Um, yeah, I feel you could get a technique where you could spin it around the yeah, spoon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of people that use a spoon in conjunction with a fork. Uh, Absolutely. When they eat spaghetti. Absolutely. All Twirlers. Right. Twir- <laughs> As we Boston. call them in the in the half Italian uh, culture, the damn twirlers. I got one for you. this one's This is a good one for you here. Uh, would you rather always fall asleep? At 9 p.m. or always fall asleep at 1 a.m.? Oof. I think I'd always rather fall asleep at 9 p.m. I think you're right. I I think I agree with that. Because part of the reason I say I would want to go to sleep early is because I wake up early, right? And so the question does not specify if my wake-up time changes by that same amount of hours so i would rather have more sleep than less i guess is what i'm saying right but you couldn't watch anything after 9 p.m so if there's a show you wanted to watch that started Mm, at 9 i guess a sporting that would be difficult for sporting events or like the season finale of whatever the new game of thrones is going to be yeah, but like that stuff is DVRable. I feel like yeah. the only stuff that really matters is anything live. Like, you know, yep. I could go without a spoil Game of Thrones spoiler for ten hours. You could watch I, it in the morning, yeah. right? Exactly. Especially if I'm sleeping during that time, right? You know? Especially after like six in the morning, you could absolutely crush an episode before breakfast. Yeah, that's and then <laughs> I, then I walk over, grab my fork, and get to work on my Captain Crunch. <laughs> I feel fork and craft Captain Crunch work. Mm. They're, 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 what cereal could you eat with a fork? I well, fruit, it's not even that. Loops? It's that you don't get the milk, you don't which get is a milk. vital part of the cereal experience. I guess. Do you guys have mini wheats in the U.S.? Like uh, frosted big, big frosted mini wheats. All right. So what you could technically? Do, oh, you I could guess. definitely do a frosted mini wheat with a fork and, and, and let it and let it soak. That's what yes. I like about because that's then, one of the only ones that probably has the sturdiness to to absorb absorb the milk right (laughs) and still be able to work a fork in absolutely we're really doing god's work here uh like i said back to our roots (laughs) (laughs) oh geez okay well i i mean we got one more or are we gonna end there well i got one more in front of me i'm curious to see what you're uh, well this will be our last one would you rather be a famous rock star or be a famous movie star Oh, good question. Um, I think I would rather be a famous rock star only because I have sung and played guitar in my past. Uh, So I feel like that I I have some of that, uh, 
you know passion yep. for music somewhere in me or uh and so i'm, I'm gonna go with that although being a fame you're probably more famous as a movie star right you would think it's tough like would you, would you i say think like the Mick? most famous movie stars are more famous I, I would say sorry the even a lesser famous movie star is more probably f- more famous than uh, most rock stars than the average rock star yes yes Okay, so maybe not most to most, like right, you know, right. I'm sure. trying to think, okay, of trying to think like Paul McCartney or like, but uh, more, lesser. So like a, a B level movie star is is more famous than an average rock star. I yeah, think. yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So I it just depends on what you want. Like you want I, more I fame, think, or you want the different profession. You know what I mean? I, I think I would go mo- like I love singing and I love playing guitar and I love music. But I feel like that's a short-lived. Like I feel once you reach a certain age, you can't be a rock star anymore. It looks really desperate. Uh, oh, I feel. Oh, interesting. I feel a movie star. You can just continue on with your career, and still be very legitimate, like way into your like seventies. You know what I mean? Well, define uh, that. I mean, look what happened. Like I think Christopher Plummer got his first Oscar at like ninety-two years old. Yeah, okay. but then you got <clears throat> then you got uh, Robert like De Niro t- making grandfather. That movies is true. With, that is true. <laughs> with Zac Efron. <laughs> De Niro. But, I but again, never, that's a personal choice. <laughs> I'm with you. I think our generation has never seen a good De Niro. We've always we've always heard legend of quality De Niro movies, and basically never seen any. I mean, I think the last quality one was probably like Goodfellas in like '92. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't tell you a maybe. I, I don't know. De Niro is god garbage. Uh, but I, I would like to work with like different directors. I think I would be an actor. I'd like to work with different directors. I do like a lot of good movies. Like make good movies I think would be interesting than playing the same songs every night. I don't know. Uh, that's a really good point. You can, once you're a famous rock star, you're kind of bound yeah. to what got you there, right? Right. Like, like you don't have to make uh, Godfather 40 you, right but you have to sing uh you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> sympathy for the devil that, right a fucking thousand times a week great song uh, but yeah. still yeah no I, I i don't know i think both would be fine but i think i think actor long term would be better there's there's shows i want to be in like imagine being like the next like walter white character like that would be you, you know got, I mean? you got the look to pull that off Oh, I was watching. Somebody sent me a, a tweet about like uh, the Malcolm in the Middle, where he becomes Walter White and he pulls this Walter White move in Malcolm in the Middle, and I'm like, ooh, that was. You could see it. You could see <laughs> really? it happening. Yeah, it was. Uh, by the way, uh, Bitcoin sixty three five, almost sixty three six. Jeez. Oh, uh, sixty three six on uh, FTX. <laughs> Which is now your new love. <laughs> All right, that's all I got for today. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, You know, still a shame that we're not sponsored, I would say, right? I mean, the best show in crypto. Uh, It's not even close at this point. I don't don't know about that. Name a better show. Name them. And I will tell you. How much time do we have left? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. All right. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked. Hard to do right now. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.